superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I am a lucky guy. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Some guy walks up to me in a Buccaneers jacket in the middle of Munich. He says to me, aren't you Susie Schuster's husband? No. Why, yes. Earlier on the show, director of HBO Shack, Robert Alexander, Alabama linebacker, Will Anderson. Coming up, Tennessee wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt from Netflix's Wednesday. Actor Luis Guzman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We just hung up with Walter Camp, player of the year, semifinalist Will Anderson Jr. of Alabama. Uh, We're about to say hello. Uh, uh, He's scheduled a call in right now of Walter Camp, player of the year, award semifinalist Jalen Hyatt of Tennessee football. They're currently sitting there fifth, waiting for somebody to trip up. Somebody to just swoop in and take that spot. Because the SEC always gets two teams because it just means more to them. And the Big Ten can go pound sand if they want two teams in. Just forget (laughs) it. It's not going to happen. Forget it. Exactly. It means less to you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that there's two currently undefeated teams from the same conference in college football and that conference is the big 10 that's nice good for you guys and um and and it's set up for whoever loses when the two of them play each other in uh, about 10 days all right tcu has baylor to slip out (laughs) the top four uh, and somebody just swoops right in and takes their spot because they lost sooner makes sense right (laughs) makes sense and this is not me trying to set the table for what I think is an inevitable Michigan loss in Ohio State. False. <laughs> I'm saying this. I'm saying. Excuse me. I'm saying this on behalf of Buckeye fans who wow. will want this being said nonstop. You really are jet lagged. Not jet lagged. When it comes to this, <laughs> I'm being clear eyed and full hearted. All right, Coach Taylor. Right now about this. So discussed it to start this program. TCU has Baylor. Give me something. Thank you, Bruce. TCU has Baylor this week and Iowa State next week. That's great. I'm just saying if they're going to if they're going to get knocked off as well. That's all I'm saying. Well, and don't they have to play a championship game? They do. Right. I think they got to play a championship game too. Yeah. Right. Then there's Georgia. It's kind of crazy. Georgia LSU's already set. It's locked in. It's locked in. Locked in. Can't so. 
They got that going on. Which is nice. What if LSU wins the SEC? The SEC championship game winner doesn't get a spot in the in the college football now, Final Four? Now, they'll get a spot. They'll be the four seed. And Just because of who they've beaten throughout the year. And Georgia gets a spot because they were undefeated and they only lost one game to the eventual SEC championship game winner. And so the Big, sure. Ten, the Big Ten champ doesn't get to move on. Oh, the Big Ten champ moves on, but the, the second runner-up doesn't go? Because they play in the same division? Is that what you're saying? Just want to know. Just want to know what, yeah, how this works. Yeah, okay. because Georgia's Thank the you. defending champ, so oh, they, okay. they would make it. Oh, okay, got it. All right. Really, you don't want the defending champ in? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't believe so. Half of them are on the Philadelphia Eagles right now anyway. What do I care? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they really need Jordan Davis, I'll tell you that. So do the Eagles. Uh, that's what I mean, the Eagles. That's, that's what I mean, the Eagles, okay. yeah. <laughs> Joining us on the Rich Eisen Show Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is somebody who's on the Walter Camp uh, player of the year semifinalist list because he has just been dynamite. He leads the entirety of NCAA football in touchdown catches, getting set to take on South Carolina, where he's from. The from the Tennessee Volunteer Football Program on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line, Jalen Hyde. How you doing, Jalen? Hey, I'm doing good. How about y'all? I'm doing fine. Uh, walk me through your season and and um, and how you've gone from. Um, from where you started to clearly the number one wide receiver on your team, if not all of college football. Walk me through that for for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, you know, just always putting in hard work. Uh, just going back, just being in the uh, – just as far as our offseason, just making sure, you know, I'm staying focused, making sure I'm being dialed in because, you know, we, we lost some talent last year. I knew I had to step up. And uh, not only that, we have a great quarterback, great coaching staff, and just me listening to my coaches, listening to Coach Pope, and – just trying to get better every day during the summer. I think that was really the biggest thing uh, that helped me throughout the season. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy about what I've done so far, but we can take another uh, step to where I want to go. Well, I mean, uh, you know, just researching, just looking back at um, the conversations about your team going into the season, and you definitely were not number one, if you will, on the depth chart um, or number one wide receiver, clearly, uh, far and away going into the season. Uh, are you even surprising yourself with what you've done so far this year? A little bit? Uh, you know, I'm not surprised um, just because, uh, you know, I just believe in the hard work that I put in. You know, I believe in myself. Uh, you have to, you know, just be on the field. You know, you have, to, you have to have the confidence of, you know, telling yourself you're the number one guy, even if you're not. Um, so, you know, I'm just, I'm proud of what I have done so far. But like I said, this, you know, we're not, the season's not open with, and we have a lot more games to play. And, man, I'm just excited about this team as far as what we have done and what we have accomplished so far. What's your chemistry with uh, Hendon Hooker, your quarterback, who's another Walter Camp semifinalist, Jalen? Yeah, you know, a great quarterback, um, just a leader in that role, leader for this team. And, you know, I knew him uh, just really my freshman year of uh, college. I knew him even before I came here to Tennessee when he was at Virginia Tech. And um, just having that connection with him just off the field, I think, uh, just helped uh, build what we have just on the field. So, man, I'm just blessed to have him as a quarterback and what he has done so far for our team. Do you have, like, a, a chemistry with him where all it takes is a look and he knows what you're thinking, you know what he's thinking pre-snap? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You know, we, we always give ourselves the look and, you know, we, we see the coverage, we see what they're in, and, um, you know, we try to exploit that every time. And um, just with our connection, you know, we grew, we grew with it, uh, you know, during the summer. So uh, we just got to keep going and, you know, keep 
doing what we have to do. And then you got South Carolina this weekend. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you tell me what's true and what's false. You're from South Carolina, right? That's true? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, South Carolina did not offer you. Is that true? Yeah, uh, they didn't offer me a high school. Um, mm-hmm. And, they, you know, it wasn't, you know, it's not hard feelings or anything, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I really wanted that offer. But, um, you know, it is what it is because, you know, you want, you always want to offer from your home state. So, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, you I know, get it. God has blessed me with other things. So, I know that. And I, I get it. And I, I understand that you want to stay humble and that you're thrilled to be where you are. But uh, is it true you want to lay it on this weekend for that fact? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm a treat. Hey, I'm a treat just like a regular game, just go out there and do what I have to do. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a little more, um, just a little more in the tank, um, you know, just for this team. But, uh, you know, just proud of what we have done so far. Does the rest of the team know this? They must know it, right? They oh, yeah, something? all of them know it. You know, all of them know it. Oh, um, boy. And it's just funny just being, a, um, just being a part of this team as far as how everybody comes up to me like, hey, you know, you know who we're playing, you know who we're facing this week. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just a, <laughs> it's amazing to be on this game, uh, team and, uh, we just have to come out and do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. So who do you model your game after, Jalen Hart? Who do you model it after? Uh, you know, it's, I have a, I have two or three that I, you know, really enjoy watching. Um, obviously, I love watching Devontae Adams. I think Justin Jefferson, what he has done so far, is, uh, especially this year, is just different. Um, and uh, just how he plays, how he, uh, just how he moves on the field. Mm-hmm. He's more of a finesse guy and you know, I really like how Justin Jefferson plays, and, you know, I, I try my best to, you know, kind of uh, do what he does sometimes in his offense, but, you know, I'm still working on it, so I have, I have some time to grow for it. Did you see what he did in Buffalo? Did you see that oh, one? Yeah. I see Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah, it definitely, yeah, it's definitely going down in uh, history books for sure. So uh, who's the, the guy you grew up um trying to emulate at wide receiver when you were a kid grew up yeah you know uh let me see um see we we were colts fans at that time okay you know i didn't i was just trying to think uh at that time when i was young just watching the colts the whole time when because because my dad's a big big uh peyton manning fan so uh we always watched the Colts. so at that time i would have to say reggie uh reggie miller uh, is it Reggie Miller? I'm Reggie Wayne. Now. Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Reggie Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Wayne. Yeah, sure. Me, yeah. Okay. Reggie Wayne. And, um, that's a good one. That, that was when I was little. You know, that's when I was little, and I was sure. playing quarterback a little time ago. So, you know, there was a lot going on there. So what if your dad was a huge Colts fan and made you a Colts uh, fan because of Peyton Manning? What was it like to have the sheriff in your locker room sharing a cigar with you after beating Alabama? What was that like, Jalen? Oh, no, it was, it, was, it was unreal. You know, just – um, really just seeing how of all nation, how we just took over the field. Um, it took me maybe 30 minutes just to get to my, just to get to the locker room. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, you know, and, um, uh, just seeing Peyton Manning and, uh, you know, I actually seen him before, okay. you know, being in here. I seen him, uh, we were actually lifting together one time, which is actually crazy. Lifting? That was my first time meeting him here. Yeah. Lifting? Yeah, it was just, yes. Yeah. He was in the weight room when I came in and he was already, um, he was doing some stuff in the weight room, and I see him. Nobody else is in here, just Peyton Man, and I'm just like, I'm lost. You know, I was, I was, I didn't know what to do. I was like, is this a dream or something, or you know? But uh, yeah, that was my first time. But, How many plates was um, he putting up? How many plates was P- uh, Peyton putting up? Do you remember? You know, the crazy thing, he he was doing some squats, which kind of oh. threw me off guard because 
you know, I know he retired, and, um, you know, I know as far as his career, you know, it's yeah. over with it. I'm thinking, you know, he's going to take a little break, and I come in, and he's doing squats with the bar. So, uh, Damn. It, that, that, that day, you know, had me in shock. I didn't know what was going on, but. Um, oh, just the bar, yeah. no plates on the bar, just the bar. Oh no, he had he had some plates. Okay, he had two of them at least. Okay, definitely two twenty five on there. So you're just uh, strolling right. So you're just strolling into the weight room, and it's leg day for Peyton Manning. That's what you're basically saying it, to me. It was, uh, it was during the off season. Uh, okay. Nobody was here. You know, our coaches had uh, they usually they were recruiting or you know have some off time, and I was here during the summer. So I come in one time just to live, you know, and try to get some get a workout in. And you know, he's in here squatting. Damn. Uh, so I was I was confused. Uh, I called my dad about it. I like you know showed him, and it was crazy. It was crazy. But um, <laughs> that was my first time meeting him, meeting Peyton Manning as far as in person. But so, what does it mean? It must mean so much for you to make Peyton that happy. I mean, the whole volunteer nation that happy. I mean, to see Rocky Top, uh, and and to, to hear it sung, and to hear the seeing everything that's gone on with this year. And you're having an opportunity, you know, to still make the college football playoff. I mean, how significant is this for you and the rest of everyone in that locker room to be part of this resurgence, Jalen? I, I think um, just as far as with our nation, um, <clears throat> you know, I, just being around here, being on campus, uh, you know, being in facility, uh, just going out for game days, you know, ball walks, uh, just everybody, it's, it's, it's alive here. You know, everybody loves being up here. Um, the fans love it. Our players love it. Our coaches love it. Um, it's an environment that I feel like um, a lot of people need to uh, need to just experience, you know, just experience and see what Ball Nation is like. And um, I think for our team, it's giving us confidence, you know. It's uh, showing us that we know what we can do on the field. And for us, we have to be consistent. We have to back it up every, every week to get to our goals and, um, I think it just made our team, you know, even more hungry. Just seeing how alive it is here, and um, you know, we're we're enjoying it. For I, sure, I bet, man. Okay, well, um, I'll ask you this question. I'm um, I'm sure you've been asked it already. Uh, certainly locally, there. Do you think you played your last home game in Tennessee, Jalen? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you know, that's that's a that's a long thing. That's a long process. I have to um, you know think about you know mm-hmm. just talking with my family. Um, you know, talking with the coaches here, talking to Coach Pope, you know, Coach Hype, and, you know, obviously our uh, offense coordinator, you know, Coach Goldish, and uh, just seeing their feedback and what my family has to say, and, um, you know, we'll go from there. But, you know, I'm just worried about our season, worried about what, where we can go, and okay. uh, just worried about getting to that national championship, for sure. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing how it all plays out for you, Jalen Hyatt. Congrats on being a, a Walter Camp semifinalist. That is a very impressive list of your colleagues that you have uh, you have made. And um, let's uh, let's keep in touch down the line. Appreciate the time. Man, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Right back at you. That's Jalen Hyatt of the Tennessee Volunteer Football Program. I think I saw the photograph of him with Peyton smoking a cigar. Pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Cigars were out as the goalposts were being taken <laughs> to the river. <laughs> Take me to the river. How about that? He said it took him a half an hour to get back to the locker. I, I, he was answered his question. I was going to ask him how long, yeah, like what happened that day. I believe it. That's awesome, man. Seen some mock drafts with him in the early 50s, Rich. You know what? Second, second round, round second round wide receivers. You know who also from the, the state of South Carolina who was a second round wide receiver? Yep. Debo Samuel. <laughs> I heard of him. That Debo. worked out. DK heard Metcalf was a second round wide receiver. I heard of him. Uh, I heard of him. Yeah, yeah. 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Just means you 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 just wait another night. Yep. All good. Yeah, you're one of the top fifty players to, to be to be considered by NFL scouts and also if you ball out early on, the team doesn't have that fifth year control over you. That's true too. Also, we can't Look say how that worked well for Debo. Yeah, you can't you know? say it doesn't matter though. I mean, there are well, obviously there are so many men kids. probably with gold sure. jackets because of the chips that they had on their shoulder because they oh. weren't in that first one. No doubt. You know? no doubt. How about that? You're you're you're. Like you're, Tom Brady, for instance. You're walking. You're walking it. Yeah, here it is. I got the photograph. Here, Hoskins. I'm going to send it to Have you. You and Tom? pop it right on the air. Um, <laughs> not honestly. Not, hugging and not. I with Peyton Manning. You mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the Vols uh, tweeted I just that out. It. Right? I just popped it. I just emailed it to you. It's just. It's 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 life. I mean, his dad is a big Colts fan because of Peyton Manning, and suddenly, <laughs> what a story. Right. Peyton Manning's doing leg day. How about that? By himself in the gym. Impressive. Rich. Can't skip leg day. Yeah, you can. Well, I mean, you can. I'm just saying. Understood. You shouldn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then and then you come up, you're part of a team, a part of a resurgence that is one of the delivers. When was the last time? What would you say if Tennessee fans said that this the last time they felt like this for a win? Oh, for a win? Like this. Oh, man. It's got to be probably, what, 99 National Championships, like, something like that, right? A long time ago. Look at that picture. <laughs> that is so Yeah, sick. I mean, that is, that's something that you that have is an enough. autograph that's Look blown that. up, that gets framed, that Dude, gets that put is in the like crib. Full length. Look at that. Full Look size you on your wall at yeah. home. Like, there it is, yeah. How you doing? I'm He'll never Manning. take a cooler photo. I love never. It. Well, you know, hopefully for him, you know, he wins a whatever. Yeah, like. for the Indianapolis Colts that uh, that that Jim Irsay finally gets Peyton Manning to. But that's in his man cave, or whatever mansion he's GM. living in in the next <laughs> few years. Team president. Team president. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Luis Guzman, it's been yeah, forever man. since he was forever, here. Man, seven years. Six, oh, this man. is going to be a blast. Go. He's been in everything that you love because he's. Great at it. He's coming up next. <laughs> Pachanga. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, terrestrial radio audience just joined us. We just saw a clip of the new show on Netflix called Wednesday, and it premieres next Wednesday, November 23rd. It is Tim Burton's uh, reimagination, one would say, of the Adams Family, and it's about Wednesday going off to boarding school and the man who plays Gomez Adams, Luis Guzman, here on the program. I mean, I watched the Adams Family growing up nonstop. Oh, oh who didn't? Right. I mean, I, I, I watched the black and white version. Yeah, John that, Aston played yeah, Gomez Adams. Are you, I loved it. Yeah, right. And and then when they did the movie, mm-hmm. that was phenomenal. And right. uh, here mm-hmm. I am. And now the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is, like I said, you know, it's, it's one of those generational things. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it's a continuation to me anyway mm-hmm. of a family legacy, which is what the Adams family is. Right. And there you are, and Catherine Zeta-Jones plays Morticia Adams. Nice pinstripe suit, too, Louise. Come on, man. That's pretty sweet. Is that your own? You brought your own wardrobe to the equation right there? Uh, no, I, <laughs> I wasn't good enough to bring my own wardrobe. Sorry. But we, no. had, uh, we had an incredible team mm-hmm. of costume designers Amazing. and tailors. I mean, they built that suit for right. me. And di- have you ever been in anything? I'm looking at your filmography. I'm thinking the answer is no, but I'll ask you any. With Tim Burton, is this the first time you ever no, worked with him? No, it was the first time. I was actually in Cardiff, Wales, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a phone call mm-hmm. saying, uh, Tim Burton wants to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Burton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it, we Zoomed the next day mm-hmm. and said, hey, man, doing this thing about the Adams family. And uh, I'm, I said, like, oh, wow, cool. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen next. And mm-hmm. he said, uh, I'd love for you to play Gomez. <laughs> and I go, for you, real? You're right. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I go, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. And I I got the script. Mm-hmm. I read it. The writing was incredible. You know, the, the, the thing about this Adams family, it's not about slapstick. Mm-hmm. You know, the writing mm-hmm. is so good. It's so funny. Yeah. The delivery, and it makes it funny. Yeah. And, and that's what that's that's really what sold me. And then the history of the the character, John Aston, Raul Julia, right? Yes. Yes. And Luis Guzman. Yes, sir. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Burton's uh, vision as well. I mean, is he? I mean, uh, is he on something? Or what do you think? Oh man, he's on. He's on like. Some kind of creative juice all it's the a, time. It's something, right? Oh yeah, and and you know, look, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tim Burton has done some of the most iconic, out there, crazy ass like what kind of movies? Batman, the version of Batman. Two of them, right? Exactly. You know, Edward Scissorhands, which is something that he really wanted to do and he had to fight for. Beetlejuice, right? Did Beetlejuice. I love that movie. You know. Um, and um, like I say, he he's a genius in, in yeah. his own right. And for him to be 
inviting yeah. to me. Uh, and he's a really, he's really, really down to earth. You know, I thought I didn't know what I what to expect the mm -hmm. first time that I met him. Yeah, I said, oh, one of the guys, man. No kidding. One of the guys. Is he a Yankee fan too, or no? I don't. I didn't ask him. You that. never we, did. Because you're a Yankee fan, right? I'm a Yankee fan all my life. What'd you think of Judge this year? Of who? Aaron Judge this year. Oh, Aaron Judge, man, I'm really happy for him. Um, you know, he he's good. He's really good, dude, man. The the sixty something home runs this 62 year was, home was runs. unbelievable. And uh, just watching. Um, I've I've met him a few times. Okay, sweet, down to earth, really, really good human being. And you met him, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. I hope he stays. Uh, I think he, he is going to stay. He better stay. Because then, you know, I got to go back into my old closet and get my, my changa wardrobe and roll up on him. I said, come here. We got to talk, buddy. You know? But no, no. Uh, listen, he's a great athlete, but he's also a great human being. So so now, are you from, where are you from originally? What's your what's I was your born in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Grew up in New York City. We're in New York City. Uh, we lived in the 60s. It was great because in the 60s, we lived in the West Village. Mm -hmm. And in 1970, we moved to the Lower East Side. Mm -hmm. And then in 1995, yes. I moved to Vermont. And I still live in Vermont. Vermont? Yeah. Why'd well, you choose Vermont? Where did that come from? Because I used to hang out in Vermont. It was a cool vibe up there. Mm -hmm. uh, we had we had adopted four children, had one of our own. We had five kids. Didn't see these kids growing up in the city, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and we moved up to Vermont, and we had a farm, and you know, everybody learned how to ski and snowboard. Sounds like a reality show. Yeah, well, actually, they tried to do a reality show on about the Guzmans, uh -huh. on the Guzman family, and they just didn't. And now, you know, I, I I just wanted to protect my family and sure. our privacy. Okay. You make your own, like, uh, syrup up there? Maple syrup. Like Matter of fact, we'll, we'll send you some maple syrup. Yes. Okay? And my the, daughter. I don't mean, to, I don't take that as a threat. I mean, no, I, I want it. No, are you it. kidding me? Okay. You know, and, and my daughter, Luna, she does honeybees. So, yeah. You're not doing that in the Lower East Side, are you? No, we're not. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, sometimes on the Lower East Side, we're dodging other things, but um, no, we'll, we'll send you guys some maple syrup. Okay. That's a promise. I got to have it. Yeah, you will. Okay, we're going to do that. I have here, sir, uh, parts of your uh, aspects of your career. Okay. We, we, we play this game with our celebrity guests every now and then. It's called Celebrity True or False. You need to tell me what's true and what is false. Okay. Okay, if we will do that. And we again, we have some terrific uh, production value to go with it. Please hit it. Celebrity True or False. You can't the truth. All right, there you go. That's the production value right there. Um, Luis Guzman, celebrity, true or false? True or false? You were once considered for the role of Willie Lopez in Ghost, and your resemblance to the man who got the job in Rick Aviles is so uncanny. People sometimes ask you why you killed Patrick Swayze's character. True or false? <laughs> That's both true and false. Okay, what's the true part? The true part, people really thought I was Willie. Okay. The false part is that they offered me the part. You never had that part offered I to never you. had that part. I never even auditioned. They never even saw me for it. To this day, mm -hmm. you and I could be walking through an airport, through a mall. Th I, today, and some, 
Why'd you kill Patrick Swayze? What was it like working with Whoopi? Honestly, if I got a nickel, if I got a nickel, get out of here. Since since that began, I probably owned this studio in Island in a couple of private planes. I swear. <laughs> so you've been in so many amazing movies, TV shows, and so many amazing projects, and you get recognized frequently for one frequently. That, you, that you were never in and never right. offered at all. Right, right. Don't ask me how that happened. <laughs> Listen, I was in Detroit one time yes, changing sir. planes. Yes. 90-year-old lady comes up to me, oh, my God, I love you and golf. I felt so bad. And I explained, no, no, that was someone else. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, well, what might have I seen you in? And I go, did you ever see The Count of Monte Cristo? I love that movie. That was such a great movie. I said, well, I was Jacopo. And then she goes, no, you wasn't in that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was from that moment on that I say, you know what? I'm always going to be the guy in Ghost. I mean, people, thank you. Thank you. Yes, you should say thanks, right? That's it. Move on. That's it. Thank you. I loved you in Ghost. Hey, thanks. It's interesting for the for the ninety year old woman you chose, Count of Monte Cristo. You didn't say boogie nights to her, huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, that would have been a heart attack waiting to happen. So that's my next one for you: celebrity true or false with Luis Guzman. True or false? You were sent the script for Boogie Nights, but it sat in your office for six months until you uncovered it while you were cleaning up. Is that true or false? That is true. Get out of here. That is true. Well, you know, I mean, um, I, I, did, I didn't know who Paul Thomas Anderson was, of course. You know, he, mm -hmm. he was an up-and-coming filmmaker. And so, also, when you have five kids, and they were small at the time, they take up a lot. I put it in my office, and one day I'm cleaning it out, and I said, oh, man, I haven't read this guy's script. I sat down. I read it in one reading. I called them up. The first word I'm, dude. They're going to let you make this movie yeah, right. <laughs> because it was out there, you know, and we get into talking. I go, how old are you? And he mumbled something. I go, okay, you're 35. He said, no, I'm 25. I said, what? You know, because when, when I read it, mm. he captured that era so well. Oh my God. Did he? That that movie for me, Luis, is um, what I call a remote drop. It doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing; I have to just finish it. Oh so yeah! No matter where I'm picking it up, it is an opus. It really is. Oh yeah! That amazing. What was it like on the set? Did you did you feel it on the set that this was a movie like that? You know, we knew. I knew anyway that I was working on something really special because you know. Mm -hmm. You looked at the cast of that movie. But the moment that I said to myself, wow, was the opening shot of that movie. We rehearsed it the night before. Didn't shoot anything. Right. Got a guy coming off a crane, mm -hmm. running down the street with a steady cam, following Burt Reynolds, Julian Moore, myself, into the club. We rehearsed that the whole first night. Then the second night, we, refer we rehearsed half the night. I don't think we got the first shot off to like 2, 3 in the morning. And I think we did maybe six, seven takes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was, it was at that moment I said, wow, man, this guy has an incredible vision. But you know what? It's credit to Paul, man. He's a wonderful, wonderful, great writer. 
and a great director too, man. I mean, you know, just just to have that type of shot done, yeah, right? And then he did the same thing in Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. you know, going through the studio to the elevator, back up, back down, and stuff like that. It's old school. It really is old oh, yeah. school. It's and, amazing. And and I appreciate. I believe he still shoots film. Not too many directors do that. Do you got a good Burt Reynolds story that you can share? Okay, Burt, rest in peace. This is the story. So Mark used to kind of try to bribe me into pulling his wig off. Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Pulling Burt Reynolds' wig off. Like me. Yes, like yes he, you would be the one. Okay. And, and he said, he, he won't hit you, Lou. He won't hit you. <laughs> And it's like, I came this close a couple of times, never did it. Never. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. A thousand dollars couldn't get me to do it. That's how much, how is he bribing you? Like, with That's money? how much was on the table, plus maybe three, four pairs of sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> that would have did it for me. <laughs> but Mark, back in those days, had like 300 pairs of sneakers, and we both wore the same size, so... <laughs> So Wahlberg offered you a thousand dollars and some of his sneakers yes. to pull Burt Reynolds' weight and, off, and I was like, "Nah." But and you, I, you entertained and I, it, you and, entertained and, and, it. And I, I would walk behind Burt and make it like I was, like, mm, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! But you know, Burt, to his credit, Burt showed me like a lot of love, you know, and uh, I showed the respect back. Luis Guzman here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more for you here. Celebrity True or False, Luis. In Carlito's way, Pachanga's lines were originally written in phonetically spelled heavy accented slang that offended some of the crew members of Latino descent. So the lines were rewritten in standard English and you were directed to improve, uh, improvise some slang. Is that true or false on that front? Yeah, I improvised everything and I improved everything. <laughs> and one of the lines that I that I did was we were doing ADR and Brian the Palmer who directed it. Incredible director. He needed, he, he said, can you say something here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's the scene where Carlito's dying. And I, you know, this is after he'd been shot mm-hmm. by Benny Blanco. And I looked at him and I, and I dropped in the line says it bees that, that way sometimes. But that was a real thing that we used to say in the neighborhood that the older guys would say, you know, if you complain about something, they will look at you and say, it bees that way. So, yeah. But, you know. That was improvised from your upbringing. You brought it to the table. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. That was, that was Louis Guzman, courtesy of the great poet, writer that I grew up with in the neighborhood named T.C. Garcia. Mm. Damn. You got a good Pacino story for me. A good Pacino story. Yeah, so one day, you know, we're doing that scene when Vigo Mortensen rolls into the office. Mm-hmm. And so I had to I had to go from upstairs. Oh no. I had to I had something it, it, it was seen that I was downstairs, the camera starts on me. Yeah. And then Al's in the office, he walks out, he's coming down the stairs. I'm running up the stairs. And it's total darkness. You can't see anything. So I think on the second take, so the first time some guy walks by me, I made a second time the guy's in my way. And I grab him and I push him to the side and said, get the hell out of my way. I got to get up there. I did not realize that that was Al. 
<laughs> that was Al. Get out of the way, dude. Gotta, gotta hit my mark. And then uh, Al goes, okay, uh, I'm not going to get in your way this time. So what are you talking about? That was me. Oh, took out. <laughs> that really happened, you know? Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, when, when you remember that scene when he's, he pulled the wire on Vigo mm -hmm. and, and, and I was, so I'm standing outside the office, mm -hmm. you know, waiting for my cue to come in. Vigo was so real in that, like I was really feeling bad for this guy and I'm listening to this and all of a sudden it's like, Lou, snap back into it. They get in character. You got to, I almost forgot my cue. No kidding. Because I, I was, I was feeling so bad about this guy talking about, you know, he got to pee into a bag. You know, he can't. <laughs> he can't walk. He can't. He can't, he can't am I allowed to say this? He can't get it up anymore. <laughs> All these things, you know, and it's like, and I'm, and I'm also the dog. Damn, it's bad for this guy, man. It's bad. Oh, 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 oh. And I got to come in. And then I got to come in. And Carlito tells me, yo, he's got a why? And I pull out my Glock, my gun. And say, oh, let's take him out right now. So, you know, and that's when, no. So, Love yeah. it. That's so great. <laughs> last one here I know is true, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because I think you told it the last time you were here. And this is a new audience for us here on the Roku channel. True or false, Luis Guzman, you still have the prop head used in the car explosion in traffic, and you will drive around with it in the passenger seat to freak people out. Look at that photograph. There it is. Oh, yeah. So that's true. So yes, that's very true. <laughs> very true. Sometimes, sometimes I'll be like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be in town, and I'm like arguing with it. <laughs> and people, people like will do like a double take. And I'll be, don't, don't get involved. I got this. And, so, and I, I'll be saying, don't you dare talk back to me. Don't. What, you said what? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? You're going to pack up your stuff tonight and you're going to leave. I'm going to drop you off at the bus stop. And then, please, man, don't get involved. I got this. It's family here. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I do drive around with that. Did you get into the, uh, you know, the diamond lane so you can use, like, you got two people in the car? You're no, in we a, don't We don't have to worry about no, that in Vermont. No, no. But so you do that in Vermont is what you're saying. You're yeah, driving around in yeah, Vermont. Yeah. yeah. My gosh. <laughs> There's it's no carpool lane in Vermont? Is no, that not that I know of. <laughs> did Soderbergh give it to you, or did you ask for it? How'd you, how'd you get um, the, I, I think it was both, that? because, you know, what happened was they had that one in case they didn't grab it, you know, on the first take. Sure. They got everything, and it showed up. It's still in my closet, you know? <laughs> it's still in my closet. I look at it. Once in a while, I take it out, comb the hair a little bit, you know? You gotta maintain. You gotta maintain. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Maintain. You know, put a little makeup on it. Fantastic. You know, stuff like that. Fantastic. Again, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm asking you about Paul Thomas Anderson, Brian De Palma, Soderbergh, Tim Burton, your Pacino. current project, Pacino, Burt Reynolds. My God. Um, and then the most you get pegged is for a movie you were in. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. you. Not, by the well, way, so everybody, this man was not in Ghost. Just no. back off Luis Guzman when you meet him. Okay? And if you ask me if I was in Ghost, 
Have a nickel ready, please. <laughs> Have a nickel. At least a nickel. Have a nickel. Oh, my gosh. Wednesday <laughs> premieres next week on Wednesday, November 23rd, only on Netflix. Uh, Gomez Adams is the role played by Luis Guzman. A delight, sir. Hopefully it will not be another six years till I see you next For time. For sure. And thank you. For Anytime. being the best dad ever. You know what? I, I know we're we're in a, a, a battle royale for that title. Yeah. And I appreciate you letting me have it right for this, this moment. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me, bro. Anytime. You know that. You, a huge you, fan of you're every... You're wonderful. You right back at you. Luis Guzman here at Louis from the Hood on Instagram. Check him out right here on the Rich Eyes and Show. Look at that. I love it. At least you buckle your head in. Yeah, no kidding, right? That's it. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. Click it. No ticket. Yeah, baby. Look at that hair. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Veterans Day comes every year, but companies rarely thank veterans in a way that is meaningful of all of us. Veterans deserve to be thanked the most. They serve to keep us safe. And that deserves also some meaningful gratitude and appreciation at Navy Federal Credit Union. Every day is Veterans Day. Navy Federal Credit Union is committed to veterans and helping them live their lives to the fullest. Navy Federal Credit Union offers resources like the VA Loans Hub and Best Cities After Service. Navy Federal Credit Union also offers veteran employment assistance partnerships with nonprofits like The Mission Continues. Plus, Navy Federal Credit Union is a top VA home loan lender. They offer personal finance, counseling, as well as 24-7 member service. Navy Federal Credit Union has a growing community of over 1.8 million veterans like you. When we say thank you, we mean it. Navy Federal Credit Union. Learn more at NavyFederal.org slash veterans, insured by NCUA and Equal Housing Lender. How delightful was that, man? So awesome. The best. Which one of you guys knew the line we were about to say from Carlito's Way? Was oh, it? me. Oh. Yes. TJ is I've watched Carlito's Way. Way. Yeah. I, I mean, if I have, I've legitimately, if I haven't watched that movie 60 times and I've never watched it once. Like, Laling. Laling. Laling did 30 years in Attica, man. 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> is, that a, and that's, is that even in Pacino's top five? No, that's hard. It's hard. It's, it, oh, I love it. It's I love one it of my favorite Pacino. Why, yeah. Pacino top five, go. Godfather, Godfather. both both Godfather. One yeah. and two. No, I say just two. Get out I, of here! I got, get I got out of here, Mike. Because I got a scent of a woman in there. I got no. It's so better her. than one. Mike Del Tufo, scent of a woman knocks the Godfather yes, out of the Academy yeah, Award. top That's five. But that was that was like a that was a, his like lifetime achievement award. award. Like, come on, scent of a woman, Godfather two. Come on, Serpico, 
Dog Day Afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you got to put those. Scarface. You Scarface. Even Scarface. No, you the Godfather eat. one does not get Pacino. That's ridiculous. I That's absurd. Two. That's absurd. Two. I must say. One. All right, I ask you. Also, though, That's it's both Godfathers. Then what? The Dog Day Afternoon. I, I do like Scent of a Woman, but I don't know if that's them. Oh, I, I think, think, I think, I think it's Heat. What about Heat? Oh, and then you got Heat. Dude, you guys can't heat. put both Godfathers in the top five. That's yes, why you, you can't. Why not? Can. You can't. You can't. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. I, you got to have Heat in there for me. Heat has to be in there. For There's me. too many other people in the Godfather Part 1, though. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, Mike's got a point. Yeah. Like, Godfather, like Brando, he's not number James one on the call Cut. sheet. It's, like so it's not his movie. It's so his, yeah. if you want to talk what about like when the movie's over, you're like, no, no, this no. guy's the biggest not, star. Yeah, and two, he would say in that, two, but you wouldn't say that in one. one. You wouldn't right. say Whose like movie is it in one? I Brando? think it's Brando. I think it's Brando's and, he's and probably got Jimmy Conn. He's got more screen time than both of them in that movie. Don't forget, don't forget Donnie Brasco. Oh, yeah, yeah, and that's the Please, other one. It's like he's got so many. You can't put both Godfather. That's what yes, I you can. And I, I love and I will. Pacino. Devil's Advocate? Devil's Advocate. I just watched that a couple Come weeks ago. Come on, man. That's you you got to put any given Sunday above just Devil's that's Advocate. That's another one. That's another ensemble movie. But yes. Right. He's got so many. Look, Carlito, Carlito is great, and that's one of my all-time yeah. favorites. But Pacino's like on my Mount Rushmore, yeah. too. Did you, like just call, did you just call any given Sunday a system movie? Is that what you're saying? Is that a system movie? He was awesome in The Irishman. I know. By the way, I've Great. never seen that. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I know. I, know. I just have never gotten around long. to see it. But yeah. Never gotten around to see it. Uh, what a fun show. Ocean's 13? Oh, God. Oh, God. Carlito <laughs> Brigante. I have, uh, by the way, uh, I, 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 th- today was great. Uh, I almost feel like I'm not jet lagged. That's how good <laughs> today was. Oh, it's coming so back. It's because um, Luisa gave tom- us a little jolt of energy. Tomorrow is going to be great because I'm, I'm going to hopefully get some sleep tonight. <laughs> Continuous sleep tonight. I really will. And, and tomorrow's show, scheduled guests, Nick Bosa, Stephen Colbert, because a pickleball special, a celebrity pickleball comedy special, is tomorrow night on CBS. Up against the Thursday night football game. Um, so Stephen Colbert and uh, Andrea Savage will be here. Oh. And Ron Rivera is on the program. That's tomorrow. Wow. That's tomorrow. We'll do it live. Andrea That's Savage tomorrow. tomorrow. Look presentable, boys. And up next, yeah, we might wear Sting. Clean shirt tomorrow. Yeah. To play us out. My friend from I'm Sorry. What are you doing? You've got three minutes to go. I know. I was just joking. I'm, was I playing music? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. were about to. Uh, he was, was about just... to. He's, he's out of it. <laughs> I do want to say this. I do want to say this real quick. I've got about three minutes here because I used the word shattered to describe Derek Carr when I uh, reposted um, my, if you will, take on the Raiders' disastrous loss to the Colts. Just seeing his, you know, post-game press conference Mm -hmm. and him basically in tears over being two and seven and talking about all the. You know, uh, I guess things or what we don't see behind the scenes that they're, they're trying to do just so they can practice and get out there, you know, in the NFL when you're hurt or you're trying to get out there. And I, I use the word shattered and people are kind of pushing back on that. Because, um, I, you know, the Raiders nation is, you know, we're kind of in the same pirate ship this year. You know, I, I I have no rooting interest in the in for for the Raiders other than just wanting to be right because I picked them to win the division and I, I did it. In them. I did yeah. it from the minute Devontae Adams showed up, middle of March. 
And I, I don't mean that to, you know, uh, to say that, that, that Carr is not strong or anything like that. Um, I'm sensing that pushback. But when I say shattered, I mean, here's a guy who last year was the emotional rock for this team. When so much was happening, and now here he is nine games into a new tenure, and he's an emotional puddle. And if I'm Josh McDaniels, I've got to pull him aside and just make sure he's okay. Because you need him. I don't think he's lost, but I'm, I'm just wondering what the hell is happening there. One last moment just to wonder, but uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of pushing back on the pushback. That's a shattered guy. I'm not saying that he can't put himself back together and try and win a game in Denver, by the way. Not an easy place to win at all. Tough game. It is. That defense is no joke that they're going to go yeah. take on. Yep. And if Josh Jacobs can't slice through him like he did the last time, they're going to wind up being 2-8. and eight. And in deep last place in that division. With seven games to go. So, I, I mean, this is not the way I, th- I saw the Raiders season playing out. But I, I don't think that Carr is irredeemable and shattered uh, as a, a, a viable leader on this team. I think he's trying to show the way here. And I think he's fumbling for the light switch like the rest of us on this Raiders team. We'll see everybody else on Roku to wrap this show up and Thursday otherwise.